I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Money Stepper Q&A Podcast Episode 50. Repayment or Interest Only Mortgages. Today's question comes from Kryptonite on Twitter, who asks, which is better for property investors, interest-only mortgages or repayment mortgages? Well, nice short question, but quite a long answer today. So we've had quite a few short episodes recently, and this one will be a bit more detailed. It's a question that I personally have a definitive answer for, whereas most people in the personal finance space, they tend to give a more it-depends answer. So I'll go into detail why that's the case. Firstly, let's define the difference between the two. An interest-only mortgage means that throughout the loan period, you only repay any interest that accrues on a monthly basis. Let's make a nice easy example. You've got a 200k mortgage at 3% annual interest. Crudely, we can say the interest is £6,000 a year or £500 a month. So each month you have £500 interest and you repay the £500 in interest. So at the end of the mortgage period, usually somewhere between 20 and 35 years in the UK, you'll still be liable to repaying the whole of the original mortgage amount, the 200k in this example, but along the way you would have paid all your interest off. On the other hand, a repayment mortgage is structured so that you pay your interest every month, but you also pay down a certain percentage of the original loan balance every month as well. So this results in higher monthly payments, more cash going out each month, but at the end of the mortgage term, you'll have a zero balance left on the loan. Now, the traditional argument where people say it depends is that repayment mortgages tend to be better for people nearing retirement, as the liability will disappear as they approach retirement age, whereas interest only is only a thing that younger investors should consider if anyone considers them at all. Now, personally, I would argue that interest only is better for everyone. First of all, before I explain why, let's just compare offers to make sure that the interest rates that are available for investors on repayment or interest only are the same. So to make a direct comparison, I've used that 200k mortgage amount. I've assumed a house value of 300k, so a 66.7% loan to value, over 25 years, looking at initial fixed periods of two years. The lowest interest only rate is 2.25% and followed by three other providers who offer 2.29%. Using exactly the same example, but for repayment mortgages, you get exactly the same results. So there's no difference in interest rates. So why do I favour interest-only mortgages so much? Well, for two reasons. Freedom and opportunity cost. I'll start with freedom because it's the easiest to explain. The crux is that with an interest-only mortgage, you can repay the loan however you like. If you want, you can repay it like a repayment mortgage. By this, I mean that you can make additional payments each month against the loan balance to reduce your capital at any time you want during the loan period. However, with a repayment mortgage, you don't have that freedom. That's not an option, or at least it's not a free option, to stop repaying the capital at any point and only make the interest payments. 
So you can turn an interest-only mortgage into a repayment mortgage if you want, but you can't turn a repayment mortgage into an interest-only mortgage. Well, why is that useful? Well, in our example of the £200,000 mortgage, with the interest rates we said, the monthly payment on interest-only would be £375 a month. However, with the repayment mortgage, monthly payments will be £872 a month. So that's a £500 month difference, and that's £500 a month cash. It impacts your cash flow. Therefore, having the freedom and the control over your cash flow on a month-by-month basis can help you in periods, say, when you have voids or you have other similar slowdowns in your inbound cash. In times where it's going well, you can pay more than you would on the repayment mortgage if you wish, and that will come off the capital balance. The exception to this is in the initial period. So if you sign up to a deal where you have an initial period of two years, for example, you're often, in fact, you're usually restricted to making 10% overpayments in the year. Well, for most people, that actually doesn't matter. Have a look at our example. In the interest-only option, it means that we can make overpayments in the first year of 10% of the 200000 so 20 grand. And if we did that in the second year, 10% of the remaining 180000 so another 18 grand. So on a monthly basis, that would be £1,667 in the first year and £1,500 in the second year. And as you can see from those figures, if we took out the interest only as an investor and we repaid it like a repayment mortgage, we'd need to repay an extra £500 a month to reflect the difference. Well, yes, we can do that. We can pay up to £1,667 every month. So usually, unless you've got a very, very, very large mortgage, there won't be any problem or restriction from the 10% overpayments, which means you couldn't mirror a repayment mortgage if you wished. The first reason to go interest only is freedom. You can take an interest only mortgage and repay it like a repayment mortgage if you wish. But you probably don't want to do that. And that's because of the second and slightly more complex reason, which I'll kind of encompass by saying opportunity cost. Now, it's time to do some maths, and so I'd recommend that you check out the show notes. That's moneystepper.com forward slash question 50. So you can see all these things written down, and you can follow the numbers and the calculations, because that always helps. We'll keep with the same example as before. The investor would need a £100,000 deposit. So let's imagine that they have that in cash, and then any repayment on the mortgage after that would come out of future earnings. In a repayment mortgage example you take out the £200,000 mortgage and the figures after two years can be summarised as the mortgage balance has fallen to £187,700 and you've made total repayments of almost £21,000, interest paid of £8,600 and capital repaid of £12,300. The equivalent for interest only would be that you've still got a mortgage balance of £200,000 and quite simply your repayments equal to the interest is £9,000. So, repayment, we paid interest of 8,648. Interest only, we've paid 9,000. So, at first glance, it looks like by doing the repayment mortgage, we've saved £352 in interest, and you therefore might think that repayment's better. Not so fast. We need to compare that to other investment opportunities, which is our opportunity cost. So, for each month in our interest only, we make £500 less as a payment. Now, we can be saving that money or investing that money elsewhere. And because the interest rate we're effectively saving is the interest rate on the mortgage, 2.25% in this example, that is the percentage that we need to earn on our money elsewhere to make the interest-only option more profitable. Well, straight away, you can probably get 3% 
uh, or even up to 5% on a current account if you choose wisely. So you can get a fixed return. You can then look at other investment opportunities to get a higher average figure, which isn't guaranteed. For example, if you invest in the markets, you'd hope to earn an average figure of around 10%. So in those two years, if you did that and you had an average return of 10%, your return would be £1,266 in positive return. So although you've saved £350 on your interest, you're getting you know, £1,250 in your returns. And as investors, you're probably hoping to earn more than 10% a year return from your property investment. And hence, that number you get back by more wisely investing your cash could be even higher. And we also need to add to this the impact of inflation. You see, by keeping a higher loan balance, which you do with your interest-only mortgage, the debt is also effectively reduced by the impact of inflation. Now, today, inflation is at you know, 0%, actually minus 0.1 was the latest CPI figures. But over the last 20 or 50 years, it's more like somewhere between 3 and 5%. So as a quick example of why that matters, let's say today you have £200,000 debt and your wage is £20,000 a year. That means quite simply 200 divided by 20, your repayment is 10 times more than your annual salary. Your debt is 10 times more than your annual salary. If your salary just increases in line with inflation, let's say 3% as a long-term average, then in 25 years time, your 20k salary will be 42k salary. So the loan now is only 4.7 times your annual salary, whereas remember before it was 10 times your annual salary. So inflation actually helps you as well when you keep a higher balance on your debt because of interest only. Remember, if for your personal circumstances you then want to pay that down, you do have the freedom to do that with interest only. So in conclusion, I'd recommend that all property investors always opt for interest only mortgages. Then they can leverage their investments, they can use their money elsewhere when it makes sense to do so. And if it becomes financially beneficial for them to repay the loan in the future, for example, if interest rates soar up to 10% in the next few years, well, then they've got that money they've saved and invested elsewhere, which they can use to pay down the loan when required. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the matter and see if we've got any fans of repayment mortgages for investors. So if you want to leave a comment, head on over to moneystepper.com forward slash question 50 and let me know your thoughts. Our last two episodes have been on property and the final one for this week also is. We're back on Friday and we're going to cover a question from a user who asked whether they should get a help to buy ISA now that they're available in December 2015. See you then. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.